Hello, sweethearts. Thanks for joining me today on Love Letters 2, the daily podcast dedicated to wonderful and unexpected things. In today's episode, continuing through our month of famous firsts and first times, it is a love letter to penicillin, the first antibiotic. The discovery of penicillin changed the course of medicine. The availability of penicillin, known as the wonder drug of World War II, saved millions of soldiers that would have died from infected wounds without it. Today, we no longer have to lose lives to common infectious diseases like pneumonia, strep throat, scarlet fever, and countless others. Penicillin truly revolutionized medicine and changed the entire world. I'm Alicia Mintz, and I invite you to join me today for this love letter to penicillin, coming to you right after a brief word from our sponsors. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Dear Penicillin, you are a true turning point for humanity. You gave doctors the ability to cure deadly infections in their patients. Prior to you, people died of infectious diseases that you could easily fight off for them. Thanks to you, Penicillin, today we consider those previously deadly infections minor issues because of antibiotics like you. From the Greek anti, meaning against, and bios, meaning life, by definition, is a chemical substance produced by one organism that is destructive to another. The word antibiotic comes from antibiosis, a term first used by Jean-Paul Vulnemen, a student of Louis Pasteur, to define a process by which life could be used to destroy other life. This is a great reminder that an antibiotic is a natural substance released by bacteria or fungi as a means of inhabiting other organisms. It is nature's version of chemical warfare, albeit on a very small scale. Certainly, the ideas of using herbs and remedies to cure infections was nothing new when you were first introduced. In fact, going all the way back to ancient times, the Egyptians, Chinese, and indigenous tribes of Central America all used a variety of remedies to treat infections. Many of these were forms of mold like you. Some would work, many would not. By the late 1800s, there was a growing acceptance of germ theory that linked bacteria to other microbes causing infection 
and a variety of other medical problems. In 1890, two German doctors, Rudolf Emmerich and Oscar Lowe, were the first to make an effective medicine to fight microbes. It was called pyocyanase and was actually the first antibiotic to be used in hospitals. Unfortunately, it did not prove effective in curing infectious disease. The real progress came in 1928 when Sir Alexander Fleming, the bacteriologist on duty at St. Mary's Hospital in London, returned from vacation to find that you had grown in his lab while he was gone. He had Staphylococcus aureus in petri dishes, but he saw that you, mold called Penicillum natatum, were also in those petri dishes. When he looked under a microscope, he was astonished to see that you had prevented the normal growth of the Staphylococci. He set out to grow more of you to confirm his initial findings. And miraculously, Sir Alexander Fleming was able to see that there was some component in you that stopped the growth and spread of infection. He realized you, penicillin could be used to combat a variety of infections. This was a completely groundbreaking medical advancement. As Dr. Fleming wrote, When I woke up just after dawn on September 28, 1928, I certainly didn't plan to revolutionize all medicine by discovering the world's first antibiotic or bacteria killer, but I guess that was exactly what I did. It would take another 14 years before you would start being used regularly on patients to treat infection. There was much more studying to do, figuring out how to isolate you properly and what the active ingredients in your mold juice were, also how to purify you and discover which germs you were effective fighting against. Many scientists were enlisted in laboratories at Oxford University to learn how to use you. There were years of testing to find the right dosages, strengths, and needed duration of treatment. British scientists involved American scientists to help in this research. In World War II, you proved how valuable you were at saving lives. Throughout history, the major reason why soldiers would die was from infection rather than an actual battle injury. Your effectiveness at fighting infection caused the death rate from bacterial pneumonia to drop from 18% in World War I to less than 1% in World War II. You were truly the wonder drug of World War II. You were the reason why countless soldiers came back home instead of dying on the battlefield. Before you, it wasn't just a pneumonia infection that would kill soldiers, but also tetanus and other microbes. Before you, Soldiers would get wounded and then fall onto the soil. The soil would have a host of infections and germs waiting for them and would infiltrate their open wound. The only thing medics could do was to wash the wounds with antiseptic fluids like alcohol or, sadly, to amputate the infected body parts. It was important to remove the infected body part quickly so that bacteria did not enter the bloodstream, leading to almost certain death. Once you penicillin were available to treat these soldiers, they recovered. In the war alone, you saved millions of lives. In 1942, a Connecticut woman would be the first civilian patient to be successfully treated by you. 
She was near death in a New Haven hospital from blood poisoning resulting from an earlier infection. Thanks to you, she recovered. After that, you were widely used and distributed, and the world changed. Although Alexander Fleming is the one credited with your discovery, and rightfully so, it is actually Dr. Flory and the Oxford scientists that did all the research and trials after Fleming's initial discovery of you. These people also deserve more gratitude than we can express. Fleming, Flory, and Chain, another Oxford scientist, all won the Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine in 1945, a very well-deserved honor. Interestingly, Fleming was already warning about the overuse of penicillin and the problems it could cause. In his acceptance speech for the Nobel Prize, he talked about the possibility of bacterial resistance in the future if antibiotics were used irresponsibly or inappropriately. And in 1947, Only four years after mass production of penicillin began, the first resistant microbes would appear. Although penicillin was the first, the discovery and production of antibiotics went into full swing afterward. In 1955, tetracycline was patented and became the most prescribed broad-spectrum antibiotic in the United States. In 1957, Nystatin was patented, and started curing, disfiguring, and disabling fungal infection. In 1981, SmithKline Beecham patented a semi-synthetic antibiotic called amoxicillin. Although many other antibiotics are used today, it's you, penicillin, that started them all. You revolutionized medicine and continue to be an essential part of modern medicine. Every antibiotic produced today owes its existence to you. The general public likely do not think about how much they owe their health and longer lifespans to you. In 1928, pneumonia and tuberculosis caused 18% of all deaths in the United States. Before antibiotics, we had no effective way to treat pneumonia. After you, almost all pneumonias are completely cured within one to two weeks. Tuberculosis has been almost completely eliminated in developed countries thanks to you. It's hard for us to imagine today, but in 1900, diarrhea and gastrointestinal infections were the third highest killer in the United States, all due to the lack of antibiotics. Even childbirth used to be an extremely dangerous prospect. At times throughout history, anywhere from 25% to 50% of mothers would die shortly after giving birth due to infection. Even the first president of the United States, George Washington, died from infection in 1799. Of course, he did receive the best medical treatment at the time, but that included bloodletting, enemas, vinegar, and throat blistering. If you had been around, his minor infection would have not proved deadly, and he would not have had to lose nearly 40% of his blood due to the most common practice of the day. Here's to you, penicillin, the first antibiotic. You are the greatest medical and scientific discovery of the 20th century. You have cured countless ailments that used to be so feared and deadly. You started a revolution in medicine that continues to this day. According to the United States government mortality data, 
Antibiotics save over 200,000 Americans every year and add as much as 10 years to the average American life expectancy. Across the world, you save millions of lives each and every year. You are truly a modern marvel. Thanks for listening to this episode of Love Letters 2. Until we meet again, darlings, stay in love. Thanks for listening to Love Letters 2, a Hemlock Creatives production. Feel like showing some love to Love Letters 2? We'd love it if you tell a friend or leave us a kind review or even come and visit us on social media. You can find us at Instagram or Facebook at Love Letters 2 Podcast. You can also reach out and email us at loveletters2podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at loveletters2podcast.com. Until we meet again in the next episode, darlings. Stay in love.